Hello and welcome to How Much Is Too Much. My name is Alicia Taylor and this is episode 12 titled The Art of Saying No. I am really, really excited because I actually have a guest today and I haven't done that yet. And the guest is my best friend, Ashley. We've been best friends since fourth grade and she's like a perfect person to have this conversation with because I'm fucking terrible at doing this, and she's really good at doing this. So, um, yeah, Ashley. I think that's why we balance each other out so much, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. 100%. 100%. I think, like, our entire lives, it's been one of those dynamics of, like, okay, like, I'll just tell the story as it is, <laughs> is when we were in element, we were fourth grade, yeah, so elementary school and middle school, you were in track. Was that the only sport you did? And soccer. And soccer. And every year when sports season would come around for Ashley, I would get really um, insecure and I would write her notes to say how I miss her and that I think she's done being friends with me. (laughs) And she would literally have to be like, Alicia, you're acting crazy again. You do this every year. Like, I love you. We're best friends. But I'm busy. Yeah, but I'm busy. And so, again, this is from even now, just like telling that story, I feel like I didn't even recognize how much that you were good at doing that this, the art of saying no then, and how trash I am at it. (laughs) So, essentially, and I'll have you kind of like, you know the concept without me saying it. So, like, when I say that to you and we talk about it, like, what for you is the art of saying no? I think just setting boundaries for yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't have to say yes to everything. <laughs> You're allowed. I mean, let's normalize not having to do something all the time. Yes. Like, yeah. um, I don't know. I just think it, it, and it is an art and it takes time. And you said, you know, you think I've been good at this since middle school and elementary school, but like, really I haven't, you know, like I've had to work on this too. So it is definitely something that like, that's exactly it. Right. Like I, I don't, I've never thought of myself as a people pleaser, but I obviously think that I am. You are. Yes, you are. (laughs) You are a people pleaser through and through. And that's why I love you. And that's why a lot of people love you because you, you just want to have fun. Please the people. I like the joust. I'm like, ha ha ha. (laughs) Like, I'm just here to do whatever, whatever. And so someone's like, oh my gosh, like, you're so fun. Like, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day is that, I feel like the reason why I'm also so terrible at setting these boundaries and I'm working on it. It's like something that, especially like getting into our thirties, it's like, we're at a place in our lives. And let me put it into perspective too. Ashley and I are in very different chapters right now. It's so, it's really exciting too, to see like you evolve into like for me to evolve and us be on different wavelengths, but be so, so I feel like I've been more connected to you in the last, in like the months of your pregnancy than I have been Mm -hmm. in a long time, which is crazy. But Ashley is 
now going into about to be two years married. You've been with your husband three, three years. years. <gasps> yes. Oh my god, no, three years. Three years married. Yeah. Oh my Time god. flies. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. I know. And final month of your pregnancy. Yeah. And thank God. <laughs> <laughs> We've almost made it. <laughs> it's like time. They they say it right. Like everybody says it. Growing up, time flies. Like yeah. when you get to a certain age. But it's very true. Me, I just got into a like a relationship. Like literally, like fresh into a new relationship. I've been single for three and a half years. I've been trying to heal myself in ways that like you've been a big support. You've I mean, you've always been like that in my life. You and I are very much yin and yang to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's been really, it's been really rewarding to be on the other side of like watching you and your marriage, watching you and navigate the space of pregnancy. Like you are just so in your element and I've, you've taught me a lot about those kind of like the good and the bad and to see like a true healthy relationship, you know? Yeah. And I think that with the artist saying no is like, you and you know my episode like protect your peace like mm-hmm. this is which is so true critical this is a critical piece of it yeah you have to and it really ties in together too because I, when you asked me to do this in this specific topic I had that episode in mind mm-hmm. I was like I feel like you've already kind of touched on this but it is intertwined mm-hmm. I think the art of saying no is to protect your peace yes I 100 I 100% agree mm-hmm. and I was thinking about that like in the sense of the fact that I'm like okay, I'm uh, gotten to this place where I even recognize that, you know, I have to protect these things. But protection means it's boundaries. It's setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Healthy boundaries. Yes. It's not boundaries. Like, I don't want to be your friend, so I'm, like, putting up walls against you. Yes, it's yes. healthy boundaries that, like, I, I need this for me. Yeah, And I need you to respect that as my friend. One that That's literally, yeah, that's it. And I think that I, for so long, especially for being single for so long, I've navigated the space where I feel like I'm just the, you know, the people's person. So everybody's like, oh, you're free, so you can do this. And it has been that way. But now that I'm stepping into my 30s, and obviously the relationship changes that dynamic too, but I'm tired. (laughs) A bitch is tired. A bitch is tired. (laughs) But I think that's why this concept is so challenging for you. Yeah. Because you have a lot of outside people who are like, Alicia, Alicia, come Mm. hang out with me. Come do this with me. You're always the one that's down. Like, come drink with me. Come do this. Where me, people just don't fuck with me. No. (laughs) Because they know. (laughs) They know that... I'm going to say no to things, it's you know, so true. but you know, it's not that they don't invite me to things, but they, it's not that people, you know, they, they just know that about me. So it's yeah. a lot easier for me because I've set those boundaries early in my life mm-hmm. where you're just now setting them at yeah. 30 years old. Yeah. So it's going to be more challenging. That's so, that's, that's literally so true. It's like people don't fuck with you. Like no one, the thing is, like, <laughs> they're they're not, they're not, yeah, they're not going to, they're not going to be mad. No. Cause they're like, we know, we know and it's like, fine. Me, she wants to stay at home. They're like, you said no this time. Yeah, and, I'm like, and yeah. people give you shit for it because yes. you've always said yes. And so so then in, in the, you know, true, like, how much is too much form, it's like, own your bullshit. Like, I need to own my bullshit in that sense and recognize that, like, I'm, I'm the problem in this. It's not just people putting it on me. Like, I am the biggest proponent of, like, not respecting that peace and happiness and ha- fulfillment comes from solidarity and quiet and Mm -hmm. being just in the silence of the moment and not having to be out and seen and 
make a memory. Which I think is also a new feeling for you because all through your 20s, like, you liked being around people Mm -hmm. and you needed that attention. Yeah. And you didn't like being alone. No. And I think, like, after your, you know, most recent breakup, I think that's when you decided that you enjoyed those things Mm -hmm. and your peace is in those quiet moments. And you did not have that before. But that's why your life was always so chaotic, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Because... You were, you were always wanting to do something and you were always going out and drinking and never said no. And I think you, you have found in times, really, I, I'm very proud of you where you're at now compared to where you were yeah. in college, even just like three years ago. Like you are so much more comfortable saying no mm-hmm. now. And I think um, people will catch on to that. Yeah. And, and that's, it, it really, I, I literally, when I think about the woman that I was, like, placed me three, just three years ago, I'm like, I just have no, I had no real grasp on my full self-worth, so I couldn't be full. Mm-hmm. And so now, navigating the space where I've, like, he really worked to heal myself, and that's the other thing, too, is, like, everybody has to go through phases where you finally recognize does this make me happy or am I not about this anymore? And the right people and the people that truly love you will respect and honor the boundaries that you set and still want to navigate life with you by their side. Like, it doesn't dictate the friendship. It yes. is a respect and a love that is unquote. It's not even, like, uh, a question, you know? I think it's two parts, too. People get FOMO. Yes. But they also don't want to disappoint, you know? Like, they can't. They feel like if they say no, that they're going to disappoint their friend or they're going to think that they're a bad friend. But it, and the FOMO is a real thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I rarely get FOMO anymore, to yeah. be honest. You guys will be out doing things at the beach and I'm just sitting at home like <laughs> drinking my coffee and I'm enjoying it, yeah. you know, because yeah. that is my piece. Yeah. Um, but I think you just don't want to disappoint people too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think knowing that if you're very truthful, people will respect that. You don't have to make an elaborate lie. Well, I can't because, you know, my grandma's in the hospital. You know, like, people just make up all this shit. You don't have to do that. Like, just say no. No, I don't want to. Yeah. I I really wanted to chill this weekend. Yeah. And and that, you know, it's... And they'll respect that. And you know what's so funny is that, like, I've... Obviously, it's me. I'm extra as fuck. So, of course, I I talk in paragraphs. I text in paragraphs. I literally, like... You live in paragraphs. I'm a paragraph. (laughs) I am a paragraph. I'm a paragraph. It's fine. I'm just like so full of everything, you know? Like literally like sometimes I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Which is so true. But you are the life of the party. And people like to have you around too, you know? And I do, I actually, what's crazy about that too is that the reason that the like art of saying no, I don't think people even realize that it's a real topic of importance and that like this is like... I think time, my men, my mentality on time is that it is the, the absolute of life. We'll never, you know, we'll never have enough of it. We'll never get it back. We can't, you know, we can't rewind it. We can't fast forward it. Time is the entire essence. Like, it goes slow. It goes fast, you know. And so, if we're so incapable a lot of time, especially in the society we're now, to be fully present in the moment... So that's why I think people don't recognize that, like, it's okay to not be in the fast lane all the time. You're, Mm -hmm. like, if just because you don't go on that trip or go out to that, you know, girls' night out or whatever it is, like, you're you're not going to miss, like, the greatest moments in life. Like, the greatest moments in life are, you're, you're so much more present when you can be 
so present in yourself, and this is something I'm obviously just coming into, but when you're so present in yourself and so foundationally sound that you're able to recognize the dynamics of like balance with yourself and what that looks like for you with no outside influence. I think two people think that the greatest moments of their life are when they're with people and they're having fun and making memories. But, you know, like you saying that, it like sparked me thinking about like the greatest moments of my life and the things that I remember most and like the things that I love the most, like laying in my hammock at Hoover Dam and relaxing. Like those things I look back on, like those are the things that I, that get me excited. Those were the greatest moments of my life that I'm by mm-hmm. myself. I'm listening to music or I'm reading a book and I'm listening to the water. I mean, it sounds so corny, but like... Yeah. <laughs> But I also, on the flip side, I also love spending time with my girlfriends and making memories and with my husband and family. Um, But I think it is finding that balance. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be like, go, go, go. And I think social media plays a huge play, unfortunately. Fuck yeah. And I think that maybe I am good at saying no because I'm not huge on social media. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel the need to post. And which, if you want to, then that's fine. I don't judge by any means. But I think just like seeing you know, what other people are doing, you feel like you have to, to be living a full life and you don't. Yes. You don't. That, that is like, I've definitely, you, I've definitely find myself in both balance when it comes to social media, but then also chaos. Like I, I go back and forth between it, but I've like, if I've learned one thing, it's like when you do, when I am constantly go, 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 my tank is so empty that I can't even enjoy the go, go, go moments anymore because I burned myself out. Like, it was just a couple weeks ago then I was like, I had this and this and this and this. Yes, and, and you were miserable. Miserable. By the last day, I was just like, oh my God. And the last day was like the biggest one. But I had just overcommitted. And I, that is my, <laughs> what's my toxic trait? <laughs> I over, I overcommit myself always. Yes. Like, and I'm, I'm trying to step away from that and the summer made it harder too because I'm like kind of like yeah especially in Ohio you know we're cooped up all winter like I want to do these things like for the most part too I actually do want to do these things I'm a very like I'm not facading just because I don't want to be in the moment or seen anymore but also me sitting at home with Mika and just like or taking her on a walk in silence like no headphones on and just like hearing birds trip I'm like <sighs> I think knowing what your like piece is too. Yeah. You know, like you're allowed to say yes and you're allowed to do these things, but like knowing those healthy boundaries, if I say yes to a fourth day of doing things in a row, I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah. Like, let me, you have to like, think about it, consciously think about it every day. Will I, at the end of this, feel fulfilled and be able to go to work for the week on Monday? Right. Starting. And oftentimes, if you're doing things constantly, for me anyway, I'm just a tired woman, though. <laughs> like, I'm just tired. <laughs> and some people can go. Like, you're we have so, friends yeah. that can go, go, go. Molly. Molly, yeah. yes. Can go, go, go forever. And I love her for it because I am quite the opposite. But I think just knowing, you know, your your boundaries and what those look like and it looks different for me than it does for you mm. and it will for anybody else but just just knowing what your piece is and that, knowing yeah that's su- that's such a good point because like honestly as I'm like talking about this topic I'm like what are actually like my full piece points right like mm-hmm. and I think eating yeah <laughs> Like, I just want to be left yeah. alone and I want to fucking eat and, you know, but the <laughs> thing is, too, is, like, cooking is, like, something that is actually such a peace point, but, like, uh, and brings me so, like, I'm so, when I cook, like, I'm so, it's a, it's a stress reliever, I feel in tune myself, it's rewarding, 
But cooking, being like single and doing that, even if you're really passionate about cooking, it, for me, it is not nearly as fulfilling as cooking for someone else. Yeah. And being in like, you know, like now that I'm in this relationship, like I find myself so much more drawn to that passion. I'm like, I want to stay home more instead of going out and eating out. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me like cater to you. Let me mm-hmm. do these things. And that's now being curated by a new person coming into my life and a new relationship and like I said, life is about evolving. Like, time is precious. So, like, if you can't be fully foundational and present in the moment, you're not able to even recognize what brings you peace, what feels chaotic to you, what is enough or not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't even register because you're just literally, you're literally letting the you're life You're in a cycle. Yeah. You're in a cycle yeah. and you don't know, like, when to get off yeah. this ride. And you wake up every day and you feel the same. It's like, because there's no, there's no break in, mm. in what you've been doing. Yeah. So like doing those things and, you know, spending a day doing something different than what you might typically do. I feel like most people would find peace mm-hmm. in these things. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I think like I've, the gym is like a huge peace point for me. Like yeah. I'm not working out and you know, I've struggled with my weight a lot and I noticed like a, a cycle that I recognized this year, which was crazy is that because I didn't set any boundaries because I didn't have a full understanding of it because I did not have any understanding of the art of saying no, really coming into this year, even I was falling into my old cycles of like the summer is going, I'll say yes to whatever because I love to go, go, go. And I, now we're like the summer's coming towards in and I'm finally just like, fuck off if I say no I mean fucking no like it doesn't matter if it's to my work if it's to my family if it's to my friends like I mean this with all my love like let me say no and be at peace about that yeah like I need to breathe and I feel so overwhelmed and like I you know and so I'm, I'm following the cycle of like I'm going out and doing things and spending money when I'm like I want to, like, you know, falling off his podcast this summer, like, I wasn't as consistent. All these things tied to the fact that I did not have an understanding of the art of saying no and that it is okay to say no. No is a full sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you don't need an explanation. No. You don't need one. And I feel like every time you've asked me for advice, like, when, you know, people want you to do things mm-hmm. and you're like, how do, what do I say? <laughs> You don't owe them an explanation. Like you are a grown woman, yeah, and you can and you can say no. And I think you made a good point too when you said in your in your work life too. It's not just about saying no to your friends. Mm-hmm. It's also about like knowing when your plate is too full at work mm-hmm. and setting those boundaries. People will take advantage of you yes. if you're always saying yes. And I, that's something that I've had to work through because I've always been yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like give it to me because I I can take it and I want to prove myself and right. which partially is why I am so successful in my life. But now that I've gotten to a point in my career where I'm very comfortable and confident in the work that I do. I don't, I don't need to say yes to overdoing it. I'm allowed to leave a little early, um, some days and I don't feel bad for it. Yeah. You know, like I'm allowed to, to walk away and it's not only just saying no, but also, you know, walking away and, um, at work and knowing that it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and people will respect you. Yeah. That, that's the thing, too, is the respect. People will respect you if you set healthy boundaries for yourself. Right. And and, and even, even I mean, let's even dive into that fact of, like, you know, be, the art of saying no, as we said, is really the full understanding of that you are, you are allowed this with no questions. And so you also need to understand that, like, in your own mental, the art of saying no when it comes to, I think, like, social media, right? Like, setting boundaries in that. People don't realize how sick they are. 
mm-hmm. when they're so in like engulfed in social media and scrolling and just like this monotonous cycle right it is so toxic it is it literally will make makes people sick mentally sick and they don't even recognize it like you are so out of touch like you said it looks like you know all these people are doing these things their highlight reels as we all know is the thing and a very real thing a very <laughs> real thing and then on top of that too you know you have all these people like like TikTok, like I'm fucking obsessed with TikTok. I love fuck, TikTok. Fuck I, TikTok. The thing is, I will scroll. That I will scroll through TikTok for hours, yes. and I have no shame, and no. because I love it, it yes. is so funny. But the thing about TikTok is so different than Instagram. Is it's more like funny content, and you know, people. It's like acting, you know, which yes. I love. But Instagram, it's it's like let me put on my best suit for you, <laughs> yeah, put yeah. on my best dress, <laughs> and be in this like beautiful filtered world. Yes. And it's it's just so silly to me. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's just so silly. I. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, and I think that it, it really does play a lot on a lot of people. I think um, I'm very thankful that I am um, like as mentally strong as I am, you know, because I think for a lot of people that struggle with that, they see these things and they feel like they have to be like that. And mm-hmm. it's really sad because you don't have to, you don't have to live up to that. And what they're sharing oftentimes is just a facade and they're not happy. Right. And they have issues at home and with their relationships or with their family. Um, and they obviously people post the best things about themselves. Yeah. So. I've even thought about that too. Cause like, you know, I have for a long time, which is so funny. I have to like own up to my bullshit and know when like, when I'm maneuvering different and the whole time I've been single, I've been really big on social media. I post in my workouts all the time. I'm in a relationship. I'm a silent ghost. You don't post. Which I've in. really enjoyed yeah. because I've even told you, I've always gotten on you about you, about yeah. your gym posts. Yeah. Like enough is enough. Yes. You know, you don't have to share these things about you. Yeah. You're allowed to move and you've even used this this terminology moving in silence, yeah. like moving in silence is respectable. Mm-hmm. And then you see the, the outside, you know, or you see run into people or, you know, at the end of your journey, your weight loss journey, and yeah. then people see you and they're like, damn, like she looks good. Right. But like posting it every day, you know, it's just, it takes away, um, the, the, the realness or the, it being as special as it is, if that it, even makes sense. I think what it is, is like, it's like, you know, it starts to feel like, um, like, and I guess I can recognize this too. I, I started the, what I would do for context is I, I, I would post on my Instagram story every day that I was in the gym and it would be like a fit and I would, would pose and it was a whole fucking thing. It was a whole and thing. I, and I would have a song to it or a quote. <laughs> and to be honest, there was a lot of women that reach out and like you posting and like, you know, being accountable and showing up, like it motivates me. That was what first reason I did it was to hold myself accountable. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're saying you're posting these and you're making it, you know, that you work out all the time. So if you stop, people are going to know you fell off. So it was like an accountability thing, like a couple years ago when I first started. But then once, you know, there was some ego mixed in there and then there was like, you know, having women that were like, this really helped me. Like you actually made me want to start losing weight and I'm down X amount of pounds. I'm like, that's actually really, which is very cool. Yes. But, (laughs) but also you said too, that you feel like, you know, it holds you accountable. If you stop posting, people will know it's like, it's a stick thing in Mm -hmm. your head. If I don't go, then people on social media will see that I, right. you know, like you, and now I think that you've set these healthy boundaries for yourself and you're still going to the gym and you're still doing all these things and you're not posting it and you're still accountable and it's okay to not be accountable some days. You're allowed to not go to the gym some days and you're allowed to sit on the couch like, 
a pig yeah. and eat <laughs> chips all day, which I is one of my favorite things to do. But like you're allowed to do that. You don't have to be perfect every single day and, and setting those boundaries. I think this is not only the art of saying no, but also the art of setting boundaries. And they're mm-hmm. very similar. Yes. Um, yes. In a lot of ways, setting boundaries for yourself. And- yeah. You. That's 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 very true. It is the art of saying no, but it's the art of it is which is the art of setting boundaries. Essentially, it. So you know, for me, I think that like. I, I thought about this, you know, the highlight reel and stuff. Like, I post all these, like, pictures and stuff. And, like, when I'm, you know, losing weight, like, I gained 10 pounds since April. Like, you don't see me posting no chunky gym photos. I know. No, you will not. Because I'm, like, I'll post it when I lose the weight again. <laughs> exactly. And I'll post it side by side and be, like, oh, look what I did. But I'm not going to be, like, oh, yeah, like, look at me. Like, I gained 10 pounds. I'm hungry still. Like, <laughs> But also, like, I feel like you're happy. But it's real. But I feel like you're happier now than you've been in a really long time. Yeah. And, and look, you're not not sharing it with the world and right, that's okay right and uh, instead of like and I, th- I again I think the reason that I did continued for a while is that I like is that like when I was at my lowest point like when I was able to see a woman that was like like me that I thought like was had it together and then there was just like was vulnerable and real and was like yeah I struggle and like this and just had like a real moment that I could reference and register like that those were really like powerful to me during my like healing journey and me being like on my own for the last few years of like in those moments like I am alone I'm sitting in my apartment alone I'm looking at something you know on social media and I see this just real moment of someone being like yeah like I'm absolutely unhappy and I know that it's just my mental or whatever it is Mm -hmm. for me it was it's such a like comforting feeling that I was like I'm not I'm not fucked up right and I think there's a lot of people that can register that too then we because it's all about comparison like that's what social media you compare 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 like we want to be carbon copies of each other for some fucking reason. Like, all the TikTok trends and stuff. It's like, why is that even a thing that we're all watching the same dance? The same dance. And the same corn song. I'm sorry, but the corn song is a bop. It's cone. <laughs> <laughs> a big lump of knobs. It has the juice. It has the juice. <laughs> That's been in my head all week, so thank oh, you girl, for, I'm, for it's, bringing that into it this. It is, like, I literally, like, started, like, just do-do-do down the street on that song. But I think that it, it is important, too, because I, I think a lot of people find, like you with this podcast, you find um, mm-hmm. joy and peace in sharing pieces of your life that will help other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that I... I'm not very good at, I'm not very good at sharing, you know, my feelings and things. Um, (laughs) Not at all. But so I I respect that. So I think I could take a little bit of that too. And and it's kind of the same thing with, you know, social media. Some people find peace um, and they are doing it for the right reasons and they Mm -hmm. want to like make a positive impact. Um, But I think it's important too, on the flip side, privacy is also okay. So like finding that balance, you don't have to overshare um, for people to understand you, yeah, you know, oh, like, yeah, that's a you, good concept. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to do the most all the time. You know, you're allowed to share pieces of you while also maintaining privacy, and I think that you'll find peace in that. Um, but I think you know, with this podcast, I I think you do find mm-hmm. um, your peace in this oh, yeah. and I, oversharing. You enjoy oversharing, mm-hmm. and we all love the piping hot tea that you yeah. share <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. So it's I love having you around, but. Um, I think that we learn from each other, you yes. know, like I, I, I could be more like you and I could mm-hmm. share more of myself and on the flip side, you could share less of yourself sometimes and, yeah. and have privacy. I, no, I think that that's so true. That's why you and I are very like, we've been friends since we were in fourth grade. Like we have 
we're so opposite. Like, people don't, like, I'm like, I'm like, they are expecting, like, if they just meet me, and I'm like, yeah, this is my best friend, Ashley. They're just like, what? Like, it's just like, <laughs> it makes so much sense, but it's so, we're literally complete opposite. We are like, complete opposite. Like, to you, we just, like, it, it, nearly everything, just our personalities, but because of that, like, I feel like you know how to, like, bring me down and humble me, but, and ground me, but also, like, what you've done, the biggest thing that you've done in my life and that's the thing. I, we're really, really, I had to say hashtag blessed, but you know, like I'm not saying that. Like <laughs> we are so, so, so lucky. Like I don't, I can't even actually fathom that, that we are a rarity because like, I can't imagine our lives being different, but you know, we have such a insane support, like, and friendship and group, like mm-hmm. the group of our friends, we've all been friends, like legitimately as like a group of us for the most part since ninth grade. And then like a couple more in college, but like we have done life together. Yeah. And so all these moments and thing we've, you know, and as so social media has evolved and stuff, like we have been able to be grounded within each other because we've all supported each other being the different personality dynamics that we are and just somehow like you know you always hear people say you know you will never stay friends with your friends from high school once you get to college you guys grow apart and it just was the exact opposite like we're we've gotten like significantly closer yes as we've gotten older oh yeah now it's just like now we know we're like yeah this is it like no (laughs) you're stuck with me for life sorry (laughs) like we've been i've been in all your weddings like i've been you know and you're you're the first one bringing a baby into our group like it's crazy because this is literally like a lifelong friendship and there's people that don't even have one and we have eight yeah like that is so insane to me so we we are lucky enough to have the support for us to have the type of clarity and you know definitely like for you with me like you know how to be real with me but let me learn my own lessons right yes like which is important yes and and i think that's another boundary that people have to set with the people that they love and stuff which i've again been bad about is that rely on yourself lean into you don't expect to get all the answers from your people like i've always been really bad about that yes like you needed like you would need advice to to live (laughs) you needed advice on how to breathe like truly like that's how i felt like Mm -hmm. constantly you always needed that like reassurance and someone to tell you what to do Mm -hmm. but you're not like that anymore at all no it's you know it's funny too because i was talking to my mom yesterday and i brought up you know i brought up my boyfriend and was telling her about him and explaining like and she's like well I was hoping that you know you were still dating because you haven't said anything and she goes and you know what I just realized this is entirely different and I said I know and I was like well I was like I was like yeah it feels that way she's like you haven't called me and asked me about explain anything that you might be confused about she's like you haven't even mentioned him outside of when I ask and it's all good things she's like You're, like, secure. And I was, like, yeah, I'm very... And I thought about that the other day, too, is that, like, it was never... It was in part by me that I was, like, you know, very code... I've been a codependent person most of my life. Yeah. You've been very independent. And, you know, people... It might not be the most obvious things, right? Because I think people would read me, even in the past, as very independent. In a sense, not my closest people, but people just know me because I have a big personality. Mm-hmm. Big personality does not equal independence. And for you, you have always been more reserved. And, you know, you haven't always been 100% in the, like, uh, the art of saying no and having your boundaries. But you've also navigated a space where you're like, 
you know, been able to pull yourself back and just answer to you far earlier than I ever could. Yeah. I think one of the the biggest compliments that I ever got, um, which I think just goes to show how much people will still respect you for setting those boundaries with yourself was from one of our girlfriends when we went around the circle. Do you remember that in Chicago? We went around the circle yes. and we all just said like something positive yes. about each other, which was so cute. Love that. But it was something that has stuck with me forever. And you guys laughed at it. You were like, oh, well, yeah. But someone said, um, you're just really good at being yourself. Mm, and you guys were say. like, is that a compliment? And mm. I was like, it is because, yeah. you know, I, I don't feel that – you know, I feel like you guys respect me and the boundaries that I set for myself. And um, I don't always have to be the life of the party or <laughs> the the topic of the hour, you know, mm-hmm. being talking, you know, talking to everybody and having the spotlight on me. Right. And, you know, people still love and respect me for being me. Yeah. And I think that just goes to, and that was a long time ago. And it was Jess, by the way. Who mm-hmm. said that oh, yeah, it was Jess. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jess. Thank you, thank <laughs> it was you, just Jess. Very, it's just something that has stuck with me. And I think it's important to know that you, you'll, if you have good people in your corner, which I hope that people do um, because we are very hashtag blessed, like you mm-hmm. said. But if you have those right people in your corner, they um, will love you no matter what, like you. Yeah. And, 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 you know, something too, because again, over these years that I've been single, I think that this is something that you can fully talk about that I think that you and Brent are incredible about is, you know, that, and I've watched, you know, I was, I've, I, I've, I've been in a sense really lucky to watch all my friends get married and see their relationship dynamics, be really close in their relationship. Like I've grown really close to pretty much all my best, all of you girls, like person, you know, mm-hmm. and would not in a, in a facade way. And like when I really was like really low and lonely, it was like, I felt really like always welcomed by, you know, Brent and the other, you know, girls like husbands and stuff. And so with like, with you two, with you and your husband, like how do you guys, you guys are really good at having like we are separate we don't always have to do all these things together mm-hmm. like how did it you know you get to this place where you were like able the artist saying no to each other and like setting boundaries to with each other to protect your peace that's a good question um because really brent has helped me a lot in um this art of saying no because as you know before him I was partying and Mm -hmm. doing all these things and staying up all night and feeling like shit the next day and um working in the restaurant industry which you know is very challenging um because it is just a big party it feels like Mm -hmm. um and he really helped me kind of you know you don't always have to (laughs) to go drink and do all of these things and he really kind of helped me um with saying no and feeling comfortable saying no and, you know, in our relationship, that's a, that's a really, that's a tough one because I feel very confident and comfortable in, in speaking my mind with him and, um, saying no and setting boundaries. And, you know, we have a very honest communication with each other, which is really, <laughs> there's a story that comes to mind. That what? <laughs> Okay, so this story is actually one of my favorites of all time, and it was one of the first times that I have been around a, like you said, going into the communication piece is that you two are so honest, and you also have built a relationship with each other where you don't owe an apology to anyone for how you maneuver in your own relationship, right? Yeah. And a lot of people never get there. Um, it's like, I, I know my last relationship in front of people, it was egg chilling. It was like a facade. We'll, we'll fight about it later. Yeah. But there's a... <laughs> 
we had gone, we, the three of us. The concert, yeah. yeah. The three of us had gone and met up with another one of our friends and her husband and went to see Mumford and Sons. And on the way out, like, Ashley had drove. And so, you know, her husband's in the passenger seat. I'm in the back seat. And the garage, parking garage was, like, stacked. Like, it was just dead stop because everybody was leaving. There was a lot of traffic. Yeah, it was a Which concert. Which is typical for <laughs> after a concert, right? Yeah, it's a concert. <laughs> and so her husband starts getting, he starts getting so mad. He's like, go the other way, go the other way. And you're like, it's stopped over there, too. It's just further, a little bit further down the ramp. Like, now there's someone behind me. Like, I can't. So we're in the garage. He's already hype. Like, he's hype. He's like... Like he's, he's <laughs> getting so mellow, up. And so, which I just sit there like so chill when he gets yes. like that. I'm just like, okay, you're like so mellow. And at first it starts like that, right? Like so mellow. And like, and then she, she like, we've, she kind of shuts it down and, and I'm in the backseat like, oh, he's, and like, it's, it was honestly like, I felt like the kid in the backseat, like, like watching their parents. Yes. Yeah, like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't give a fuck of Alicia's in the back. Like, yeah, I'm going to say my piece. Are you done? And so we finally get out of the garage. He's, uh, he's irritated. He's all worked up. He worked himself up. And so then we hit the highway and all of a sudden we're, it's dead stop. And I remember that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember we're sitting there, it's dead stop, and he's like, go over the median, like where it's grass. It's like, it goes into a valley. The thing, it, yeah, it was a valley. It was a, it was a hole. It was a hole. And I drive like a 2010 Nissan. Like, I don't drive this like big pickup truck or big SUV. Like, I drive a little four-door sedan. Like, he would not have made it. I stand by that to yeah, this day. Facts. And he was, and Andy just had a car issue. And right yes. before that, and, and he's like, <laughs> and he goes, every minute that we stay stopped in this traffic, I'm getting more pissed. And it literally, Ashley goes, okay, then get pissed. And I just remember sitting in the back being like, oh my God, they're going back and forth. And then finally, like, they both said their pieces about it. And he was like, she's like, are you, he was like, I'm sorry. She's like, okay, are we good? And they were just like resolved it. And it was like, it was done. Instead mm-hmm. of, you know, there's boundaries within a relationship where like you go to a lot of things without your husband and no one asks you about it. Right. Right. Versus the people that always take their husband and like, well, where is mm-hmm. he? And so for you, you've set the boundaries of like, we don't have to do everything always together. And then also too. And I would rather not do everything always together. Yes. Like I, enjoy I love my husband trust me and Mm -hmm. I I love spending time with him but also I love my independence and I love going and doing things on my own and he respects that and and same for him he goes and golfs and yeah like he's gone right now yeah he's gone for um a few days this week doing that and we we enjoy those things about Mm -hmm. our relationship um and I think it's important too like with that communication and um that respect um and and setting those boundaries is I know that you know, when he gets angry, he just needs to get it out. And then five minutes later, he's over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows that I just sit there in silence <laughs> and I just take it. And then I just, and you know, a lot of people would be afraid of judgment. Like my best friend's in the back and she's watching yes. like me just sit yes. there like, okay. Afraid of judgment. Afraid of judgment. But like, I, I'm confident in myself and in our relationship and our communication that we have that I, I know that we will be okay. <laughs> yes. That circles back to the fact that like, you know, this is all ties into protecting your peace. But like say, the art of saying no is really understanding what that looks like for you. We're not all the same. You know, that's why like we're not on this podcast right now saying you have to do X, Y, and Z to be able to feel balanced. That's not a thing. Right. We, it's different for everybody. Yes. Like there's not a one size fits all in anything in life. And like I, that's another reason why social media is such like an illness to people's mental because people think that this is what it should be. When mm-hmm. the reality is, like, you could have, your life is literally so 
vastly beautiful just because of this, this, and this. You just can't be in present them to appreciate what is already yours. Yep. And so it's like, for you, you know, like you said, people that are so afraid of judgment, that, and I've definitely, that was me and my ex, that we didn't want people to think that we were, we didn't want to That you guys were like a bad couple. Or yes, you didn't want to make people want... uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you guys aren't going to sit there and have that type of argument, you know, in front of like a, a dinner in front of the server or any shit right. like that. Like, but we like, still have our boundaries within yes. our relationship with that as well, but around people that we're comfortable with and like we're, that you trust and yeah. that you know knows what's real it's like at the end of the day like that was one of the healthiest things i saw like some people i think that don't realize the big picture would say like oh like that type of fighting is unhealthy i'm like no i literally watched them navigate together and both process and say what they had to say honestly in the moment without and then they both apologize and they were able to both release it and move on and Mm -hmm. actually move on versus I'm gonna harbor this and then it snowballs into this ugly thing and it's you know I think that watching that was like so healthy just to be be real be upfront you know that's all part of like your peace is like if you you have to have the right people in play in your life that you can be authentically you that mm-hmm. you can say no and it be a full sentence and they don't even bat an eye about it that you can be in a relationship where you navigate on your own boundaries and on your own standards agreed yeah and and, and it's just it's it took me it's taken me i feel like forever to even get to the point of being able to have this conversation which is crazy but I've also sat back in a lot of these moments and in the time I had being single of watching you guys, watching my friends in their relationships, learning what I really was, what ma- what I thought was like, that's brilliant, what I thought was toxic, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has different dynamics, but I feel really lucky to have been able to be on the other side of that. And now stepping into my, like my this new relationship I'm able to say no and he even sets me up now to like are you sure he even double checks right like is this what you want right. do you want to like even we're, we're on Saturday we're supposed to meet some of again brand new relationships so I'm meeting new friends and they're coming in from town and I was like let's go to Bridge Park and hang out during the day and I just told him last night I'm like I'm so overwhelmed like I just feel like I have so much to do the next two days, and, like, with Mika being sick, I'm just, was, it was, like, manic talk. He's like, do you want to just have Saturday for yourself and, like, stay home and just relax? And I was like, I appreciate that so much. And he sees that Mm -hmm. about you, and he respects that about you. Yeah. It's like having the right people in your corner. Yes. You know, and, um, you know, I think if people are mad at you or, you know, think that you're a bad person because you don't want to hang out with them... (laughs) You need new friends. Right. Right. And like that's you know, the thing. Or you need like, a new you need a new boyfriend. Yes. If he like doesn't understand that about you. Yes. And I and it's like been un, it's not like unspoken, you know. You I oh I knew that like I didn't date anyone just because I obviously made a lot of mistakes along the way and like gave people the be- the better of me when they didn't deserve it. But now to be in this place where I was like so sure about this person and this like him to honor me in this way, to say like just like I don't even have to say to him like you know then we have this I don't even have to bring up the topic it's like he's already ahead of me in the sense of like well I want you to be present in the moment you know that's the thing too like I don't want you to be burnt out I don't want you to just show up and be physically there but not mentally and emotionally there Mm -hmm. and that's what you do when you can't when you just keep saying like yep I'll do this yep 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 like you then you're in like we said in a cycle but then you find yourself 
so your your tank is completely empty and so you're not actually really there in the moment you're just kind of existing in the Mm -hmm. cycle and letting everybody else maneuver for you yeah which is so toxic and I've been so so bad about that where I realized like this summer that I fall into like oh the weather's warm and now all of a sudden I'm drunk all the time (laughs) (laughs) which listen I probably would have been right by you if I I could have been this summer (laughs) maybe not as often as you but um definitely there but I think it is it's just a balance um finding what you enjoy doing and it you know it can be surrounded by others but I think for people that are always surrounded by others, I challenge them to to do something by themselves and yeah. go set up their hammock at Hoover Dam and read a book. That's my favorite thing to do. Or just sitting at home and watching TV or, you know, doing yoga, just very simple things. Mm-hmm. Um, while also, you know, being able to go out and have fun too. Yeah. It's definitely a balance. You don't want to say no to everything. Yes. Yes. It's, not, it's an art of knowing when to say no and when to say yes. I'm not, I'm not going to say no to really important events. Right. You know, like right. I, I, I can sense what is important to somebody. Yeah. Um, and I'll always show up to those things, but I think it's just that balance of, you know, knowing, okay, is this something that I really need to be a part of? Just like meetings at work. Do I really need to be at this meeting today? Mm-hmm. Or can I, you know, set this time aside so I can catch up on my work? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't want to say no all the time. Yeah. But it's, you know, finding the appropriate things to say no to. Yeah. And it's, it's ultimately like what it comes down to is that like if you can get to a place where you can fully be present and, and start to just unapologetically like love you that's when you can get to this place where you start having these conversations with yourself and that you can recognize like whoa I feel chaotic and like whoa mm-hmm. I've overdone it and like I need like I need some and then once you start entering those simple things that's when you can tap into like oh those are my pockets of peace and yes. like you're really in a place of like so present that like there's FOMO like you said is not really a thing anymore because those are still like really perfect moments like having like literally just like having like good food and watching a good movie I'm like ha ah. that is like my perfect Saturday night <laughs> <laughs> like truly yes. and we're, you know that's like all about evolution like to, I think getting older is a beautiful thing you know I don't think life is meant to be in this one phase forever people a lot of people don't grasp that and they're like oh you know I'm afraid of getting old like I wanted to be 30 since I was 22 I was knew I would be like the best version of myself and it's so true but now it's just I'm now that I've entered my 30s I realize that now I have so many more lessons to learn and I'm really excited about that and that I have so I'm gonna evolve and change and that I'm entering new chapters in my life right now that I didn't even think were a possibility so just it's if you all the art of saying no is just another level of self-love and it comes a lot to with you know standing your ground and investing in that self-love and saying I deserve this so this is what I'm going to give myself yeah and you better fucking respect me for it (laughs) so you know um this has been a topic I feel like even just off this episode I'm like taking away so much so um I really appreciate you for doing this. Episode I know this has me. been a lot of fun. It's so good. I've been it's the so number good. one fan of this know, podcast, so it's been really, it's been fun being a part of this. No, you are my number one fan. It's so cute. Um, <laughs> but I hope that people learn something from this too, like yes. people that are challenged by this. And yeah. I've been very lucky that I'm at this point in my life, mm-hmm. but it hasn't always been easy for me. Um, but I hope that people, um, you know, hear this and they make positive changes in their life because of you know what they hear. Yeah, I agree. So if you listen to this episode, thank you so much and have a great day.